Hey there, this is Karthi and welcome to my brand new podcast, Is This On? In this podcast, um, I'll be talking about the latest happenings in technology, science, politics and much more. If you want to participate in my podcast, feel free to drop in a comment and uh, we will work something out. I'll be doing this podcast once a week and depending on the topics and it will vary uh the time frame for each podcast will vary somewhere between 15 to 30 minutes. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to follow this podcast here in anchor.fm. I would like to give a big shout out to anchor.fm for providing this great platform wherein people can go ahead and do this podcast and post them online. Anchor.fm uh, has also a ton of podcasts which are much more fun uh, and interesting ones uh, which have been recorded and posted uh, by people from all over the world so don't forget to check it out all right enough with the introduction let's get on with the first episode so uh, recently um, I I was discussing with one of my friends about um, how the PC games have evolved so much, how the uh, you know gameplay itself has changed a lot. The the graphics have becomes becomes have have just become stunning, stunningly beautiful, and the gameplay has also evolved. The AI has also evolved, and so much and so on. Um, while listening to my talk, he kind of yeah nodded his head. Yeah, I agree. You know, but he felt that you know PC gaming is such an you know uh, you know way to play games, and he felt it was from a bygone era kind of thing. And he felt he said that you know mobile games are uh, much better, and it's it's much more easier to play. Um, now, being a PC gamer, I was a little taken aback um, and uh, um, I felt that it was not a, a fast statement because, see, because with PC games, you have the ability to configure the PC uh, to a larger extent. You can change the graphics card, you can upgrade your RAM, you can upgrade your hard disk. You can make a lot of tweaks on the hardware, just on the hardware alone to get uh, the best performance you can um, uh, you can get for the amount of money you're paying. Now with the mobile phone, the problem is that yes, you have games, but the games are really limited games. Um, that is, you can say partly because of the hardware restrictions, but still that even for the kind of hardware that is there right now, you still can't run games like Call of Duty or Halo or um, Crisis or you know Tom Clancy Ghost Recon and so on and so forth, right? So you can't play those games like that. Uh, those games are really beyond comparison, right? So those, those are the best one of the best games that you could get to play on uh, on on PCs right now. And even on other, uh, you know, uh, consoles like uh, PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, the the point is that the, with with PC, right? So you you can um, get 
the best experience that you can get out of a game and playing game is all about experience right so you play the game not just to get that experience in just to understand and feel how the game plays through and and what kind of an emotion it brings to you uh, which you would not be able to get the same kind of experience from a mobile phone right because it has a smaller screen it has a smaller set of speakers and you are probably in an environment where there is a lot of background noise around you and which does not allow you to sort of completely immerse yourself into the game and and play the enjoy the game but with pc it's a completely different ball game and i feel that uh, his statement was not fair at all and now i started off with this because i am a pc gamer i i play games uh, once a week um and whenever i get time um i play co-op online co-op with my friends uh and it's it's one of the best times you could ever uh imagine i mean it's just just i mean it's just unbelievable right it's just great so um yeah so that's my points uh, so i thought i would start off with this uh, with this podcast with one of my favorite topics uh, whether uh, playing games on a mobile phones is better or that in pc and i i think it's pc is is far far better um one the only advantage i could say for mobile phones is that yes you can play the games anywhere anytime uh not unlike pc because you, with pc you just cannot carry that pc anywhere you go but again now there are the 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 way the pc box itself is constructed is that you can still carry it around but then you'll still need a huge monitor and you need a a keyboard and a mouse and everything though you need the whole setup to sort of run the game but with mobile phones you need you don't need that you just can carry it in your hand and and you can i can use that but that's the only advantage for mobile phones so i think comparing pc and mobile i think is just not a valid comparison and i think it's just i think pc game pc gaming experience beats mobile gaming experience hands down and that's that's the i think that's that's what i have to say about it so um that's it and uh, okay moving on from uh you know from the gaming news i would say to a more uh, in, in a more important news i would say is um Quora, as you all know, uh, is a site where you can post question and people answer uh, your question to the best of their knowledge. It's one of the biggest uh, forums that are there where a lot of people post questions and a lot of people get their questions answered. Now, this site was hacked recently. I mean, but it was hacked last week. At least that's when these people got to know. about that so uh, around 100 million user accounts have been compromised including us faithfully uh, even i i got an email um, from quora saying that my account uh, was compromised so i immediately changed my password i disconnected all my social media accounts and for a good measure changed the passwords for those social media accounts that were once connected to quora Now according to Quora statement the breach was detected only on the November 30th um Forbes had an article out stating that uh, 
the kind of data that was compromised uh, includes name, email addresses, IP addresses, user ID, encrypted passwords, user account settings, personalization data, public actions and content which includes traps such as questions, answers, comments, blog posts and upwards. The more horrifying news is that those accounts such as you are faithful uh, who have linked uh, a few of their social media account data has also been compromised. Uh, this includes contacts, demographic information, interest, and now invalidated access tokens. What this means is, for example, if I have linked uh, my core account with my Twitter account, and uh, I can, what that means is that basically I can just go to quora.com and say login using uh, Twitter account, right? I can just log in through that. What this hack has allowed uh, the hackers to get, get is that not only the data that is on Quora, but all the data that is associated to my Twitter account. So I don't know what they are saying it, uh, what, uh, <clears throat> what other things that they are claiming that they have access to, we don't know. But what they are claiming as of now is that they are, these hackers have got access to the contacts, the demographic information, and the access tokens, which allows you to log into Quora through Twitter. That's, that's just, you know, it's really frustrating. The only good news for is for those users who are posted anonymously and who have not created an account with Quora. So there you go. You have no impact about, um, you know, because of this hack. So if you are one of those 100 million affected like me, and you have received an email from Quora, first is go and change your password of course you when you try to log in to uh, quora they would not allow you to log in it will ask you to reset the password so first you go and reset the password then uh, go to settings and uh, if there is any social media accounts like facebook twitter linkedin connected to quora uh, disconnect it immediately and for a good measure go to those um, social media accounts which are once linked to the Quora and then reset the passwords once again. Uh, it not only gives you peace of mind, um, but it also will will prevent any further, uh, you know, uh, you know, it, it could, it would simply just uh, be a good uh, measure of security in my uh, opinion. And if you have not enabled a two-factor authentication, I would strongly recommend you to do that immediately. This would uh, definitely prevent anyone from gaining access without your knowledge. Okay. And uh, according to the reports on security experts, uh, they are saying that this is one of the worst hacks that has taken, uh, taken place so far. And uh, uh, they are warning that uh, users have to be careful about any offers that they receive in future. Uh, they should also check uh, any email addresses uh, carefully before answering them or uh, you know clicking the URL which is present in that email. So uh, be careful, do not download any documents or software which you have not uh, requested or you don't remember requesting it for. Um, uh, the, and also the security experts are saying that the, the data that was hacked um, standalone the, the data the, the data alone from quora is 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 actually not that useful but let's say that your data was also 
hacked from some other accounts and was available through some other uh, sources uh, the hackers could actually create a nice picture of uh, the data taken from Quora and from other sources and can actually use that to create a pretty neat picture of who you are, how, what your interests are, where do you shop, where do you uh, browse and etc and etc and they can actually use that data to uh, carry out further scams. So uh, be careful about it. So um, this is to me is really frustrating because as someone who understands the pitfalls of such scenarios, um, feel really dumb that I connected one of my social media accounts to Quora. Um, almost none of my social media accounts are linked to one another specifically for this reason, but somehow Quora uh, you know, missed that uh, check for me. Um, but I see this as a lesson, not just not only for me, but for each and every one of you to be careful with the data you give out. Uh, this has to, uh, you know, uh, you have to really be careful about what kind of data you're giving out and what kind of security measures you set it up. Um, this has actually given me an idea to do a podcast uh, the following week uh, about how to keep your data secure and what are the necessary pitfalls uh, and what you need to do uh, just to be secure. Okay. Um, okay. So let's move from a very disturbing news to a more joyful news for PC gamers. Uh, the Tom Clancy, the division is on sale on Steam for at nearly 75%. The MRP of the game is is around 2000 rupees and more i think it's around 2500 if i'm not mistaken and it's being right now sold for about 600 plus so if you are a big fan of open world uh, first person shooter game uh, i would definitely recommend to go and get it before the sale ends um, i have done it and a couple of my friends have done it so we'll be playing that also and uh, yeah go for it So, um, in another interesting article that um, caught my eye today um, was this article on uh, Computer World website. So, <laughs> this seems to be this browser was still going on. I thought the browser was was um, was or had ended long time back with uh, Chrome leading the uh, you know. Uh, leading the bunch of the browsers that are uh, available today so it seems that the microsoft web browser which is internet explorer or ie for short have uh, staved off decline for the first time since june of this year and ie is a browser which is uh, which to me is the one of the most um, almost obsolete browser uh, which people still use because um, either they don't know there are other browsers that that exist or it's something that you know you just uh, get by with okay um, the funny thing is is that it has been able to hold on hold on to its market share um, even as the other browsers like Mozilla Firefox uh, still losing market share uh, I mean that's something I just I mean I found it really funny uh, uh, according to net applications who is an analytics vendor who tracks this browser usage and market share and so on and so forth has reported that 
uh, IE um, has increased by one tenth of a percentage point to close uh, its market share uh, around 13.9% at the end of this month. Uh, you know, this is very much surprising because this boost came from IE and not from its more advanced uh, sibling Edge browser, which is now default on almost all of Windows uh, 10 uh, operating system. Uh, its market share, the Edge browser market share has remained flat at 4.2%, um, whereas the IE browser has sort of inched towards the positive side which is really you know i think that alone speaks volume to how uh, you know people use uh, the browsers um you know google chrome who is the leading who has the, the max, maximum market share has uh, i think it's around more, more than 65 percent of the of market share um, of people using the browsers and um, you know uh, it's it has completely blown uh, it has completely blown off all the competition out of the water i would say um, uh, if at all if anyone should be worried i would say it's the Ma firefox uh, because its market share has dropped uh, because users are moving towards chrome um, you know finally once upon a time when ie ruled the roost my Mozilla Maya Firefox came out with the uh, challenge, you know, came out and it challenged the status quo and sort of led a rebellion from the front. Uh, US Faithful was an avid Firefox user and still am to a certain degree. Uh, and was so happy to see a browser that was more secure and did things the way it's supposed to, um, it supposed to work basically. Um, but with the launch of Chrome, Firefox has suffered pretty badly, you know. Um, slower updates, memory issues, stability, etc. You know, caused Firefox to lose its appeal and market share to Chrome, which, funnily enough, snatched the rebellion from Firefox and ran from the front. Um, so, will Firefox move fade into obscurity and Chrome will rule the roost as uh, IE once did, or will new, uh, will another new browser will do what Chrome did to Firefox? We'll just have to wait and see. So uh, with that, let's move on to the uh, the last piece of news, which I thought is uh, would be interesting to you, which is uh, the list of new mobiles um, launched in uh, India. Uh, these are budget phones, budget smartphones, which are being launched launched in India, uh, which will be launched in India soon. Um, so one of them is the Meizu C9 uh, phone which is being launched alongside the Meizu M16 and uh, Meizu M60 phone. I mean, it's the first time I've uh, heard of these phones, uh, uh, to be pretty honest. Um, so I was just trying to look for some of the budget phones that are being launched recently or going are yet to be launched um, because, you know, with Christmas around, uh, there will be some kind of offers for people who are looking to buy some new phones so i thought uh, that might be a good option so uh, this mizu 69 phone uh, it has a 5.45 inch screen with hd plus display and an 18 is to 9 aspect ratio um, it has a uh, it it has i think uh, about 3000 milliamp battery and it is powered by a 1.3 gigahertz uh, quad core processor with uh, 2 GB RAM 
uh, it has an internal memory of about 16 GB and an option to expand through micro SD slot uh, up to 128 GB. Uh, the camera specs of this phone uh, it includes a 13 megapixel rear camera with a focal uh, f 2.2 aperture with LED flash uh, and it has a front facing uh, selfie camera with the sort of the same focal aperture uh, and uh, the cool thing about this phone is that it supports unlock feature now I don't know how secure this software or this Mizu software is so as to run this unlock feature is and how secure it is or you know how good it is so but but they have this feature uh, um, this phone I think is is likely to be launched at around maybe around 10,000 rupees maybe uh, but for this price point and for this specifications to have face unlock is something truly interesting to me uh, the other phone that's getting launched is the real me u1 uh, which is going on sale in India for the first time uh, it's likely to be launched around 11,999 um, which will be sold through Flipkart and Amazon uh, the specs for this is the it has a MediaTek Helio P70 a processor with a 6.3 inch uh, FHD uh, plus screen which is full HD um, it has a notch on the top and um, uh, it has two rear cameras which is one is the 13 megapixel and uh, second one is an uh, 2 megapixel AI camera with dual sim support uh, you know as uh, as with any other phones uh, in this category users can expand the storage using the micro SD card um, they can expand it up to 256 GB uh, it comes with a 3500 milliamp uh, so it definitely you get better uh, you know battery life uh, one would assume um, and uh, similar to Meizu it also has a face unlock feature um, and uh, the rear camera which is the 13 megapixel and the 2 megapixel um, those two cameras uh, presence allows you to take uh, bokeh effect uh, you know uh, in pictures and it also allows you to take slow motion videos now the slow motion videos frame per second is not clear uh, but I assume it must be around 30 frames per second or maybe 15 frames per second uh, which is kind of I think standard uh, for these uh, cameras the other contender in the space is the Asus Zenfone Max Pro M2 uh, this is uh, this is being planned to get launched on the 11th of December via Flipkart. Uh, I'm not sure this is also getting being sold by Amazon. Um, but uh, unlike other phones, uh, Asus is not at uh, sort of reveal these specs for this phone. It's playing it playing this very close to its chest. Um, uh, you know, but there are rumors that it's it's likely to use a Qualcomm Snapdragon. Uh, Snapdragon uh, ZB631KL and uh, ZB634KL uh, processor so there are supposed to be two variants of the same phone and uh, this phone is likely to be launched around uh, with the price tag of about 13999 for uh, these specs um, so that's it uh, you have now three phones which you could definitely think about uh, buying for Christmas uh, you know if you're looking for some budget smartphones 
um there have been really uh, i think uh, my friend uh, giridhar who has uh, who does a lot of tech reviews of these uh, phones as i think has done a, re a review recently of the real me uh, u1 phone uh, i would encourage you to go and check it out uh, in his youtube channel um and uh, uh, yeah that's it uh, that's it for now for the new mobile phone launches um with that we come to the end of this podcast as i earlier said if you have any comments or suggestions drop me a note and if you want to participate again drop me a note <laughs> no um we will definitely talk and we'll see what we can do uh till next time this is karthi saying bye for now and take care